Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous, gorgeous lady. Welcome back to Higher Self and I. I hope you are so, so good. I'm very excited to be in your ears today. It feels absolutely forever since I recorded a podcast. I have been batching um, my podcasts every single month. I go to a studio. um, It is recorded and videoed at the same time. The timings didn't work out quite as well for this exact podcast, but I'm going on Friday and batching the rest for May. So it feels very weird to be speaking into the microphone. It feels forever ago since I did it, but I've had so many incredible comments from the last couple of podcasts that have been out, things that have been really popping with you, calling you out in the most beautiful way as you know I love to (laughs) but really really making you think and that's what I want this podcast to do and today's topic is going to make you think as well because we're talking about self-discipline and I know that you are ready to create self-discipline in your business and you're ready to operate from the highest version of yourself I know you're ready for that and actually we need to flex the self-discipline muscle in your business, in your life, (laughs) to be honest, when you have your own business, because we are our own boss. We have no one looking over our shoulder. We don't have KPIs. We don't have monthly check-ins, quarterly check-ins, yearly check-ins. You might have them with yourself, but you know, we don't have that kind of external pressure. And actually, what that means is that we need to be so fucking self disciplined. And I think this is something that I want you to just give yourself grace with because if you have come from a background that has where you've had that pressure from externals from your boss from your team from you know getting the getting those things in at the deadlines and things being done and now you're working for yourself it's gonna feel a little bit different it's gonna look a little bit different and actually we're gonna have to grow that self-discipline muscle because it's on you and sometimes that can feel really freaking scary now I haven't really had the experience of being in a corporate job. You know, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I grew up in the performing arts industry. It's what I did as a professional career before I started my business. So I've never really had that pressure of, um, kind of the deadlines being in. So I've always had to really rely on myself and I've always really had to, you know, make myself go to dance class and make myself practice my songs and make myself turn up for the auditions, etc. So that self-discipline muscle, a lot of us get really annoyed with ourselves and I see this in my clients all the time. You know, we get so annoyed with ourselves that we're not doing the thing and we're not hitting the deadlines or we keep pushing things back, but actually it's because we've got to build that self-discipline in you working for you. And that can feel really scary. And I want you to give yourself full grace because 
you really need to have that conscious self-discipline when you're first starting your business. And to be honest, conscious self-discipline when you are scaling your business, if not more so when you are scaling, I've very much needed to flex that muscle over the last couple of months. So let's have a look at the self-discipline and I want to have a look at a few things that I do with my clients to flex the muscle because you want to be the version who has a clear plan of the year for your launches, a clear plan of the year of what's coming out. You want to know what money's coming in, what capacity you have. You want to do the intentional work. You want to go for a walk, make a cup of tea and sit down without the kind of resistance and overwhelm. And you want to have space in your in your day in your week in your life to sit down and enjoy a bloody glass of wine in the afternoon you know enjoying a hobby without thinking about all the things you need and have and want to do in your business now that sounds like a dream right now right so we need to have a look at what the disconnect is and a lot of the time self-discipline or the lack of knowing what self-discipline looks like for you will show up in procrastination. It will show up in avoiding. It will show up in escaping the heavy or exhausting or demanding tasks that you know you have in your business when actually we need just that self-discipline to go, no, this is what I've decided to do. In fact, it was me who chose to run my own business. (laughs) So therefore, I have to show up for myself right now. Now, with self-discipline, I think there's lots of different um, facets to it. And one of the things that has become very, very clear for me, especially actually watching my brother over the last couple of months now... um, me and my brother Josh, Josh actually works as part of my team, he does all my graphics, he does my emails, he does all of the kind of bits where I need um, extra graphics made, stories, when we launch anything new, but it's been quite amazing to see his self-discipline over the last couple of months, so in August of last year, he decided to sign with a personal trainer and really wanted to kind of get into his health and fitness. Now, kind of fast forward to April of this year, he has actually lost over 20 kg. He is running a marathon. He's already run a half marathon. And I have never seen anyone with such self-discipline as he has. And when I say self-discipline, he has been sitting on the table with me, mom and Jack, whilst we all, you know, eat a delicious Chinese and he's been there with his meal that's calorie counted because that's what he's chose to do and it's just been the most incredible mirror to me of just how self-disciplined you can be if you have a goal in mind if you know where you are heading and if you have the support. And I think that's what happens in business because when we when we lack self-discipline, a lot of the time is because we're not actually clear where we're freaking going. And this is because business can change a lot. You know, the what you initially thought your business would be now looks very different or what you know your um what you wanted your life to be may not look the same now and how often are you checking in with the version that you want to become 
the way you want your business. And again, this changes with how we change as people, how we subconsciously change, how we change through our identity, how our lives change. You know, I went through a huge crisis when I moved back when I moved back to the UK because my dreams of having this big business in Noosa and having this team and, you know, doing speaking gigs in Australia and and all of that, you know, I was like, okay, well, what the fuck am I working towards now? And that's, uh, I lacked self-discipline because I had nothing to kind of pinpoint where I was going. You know, I had, I didn't have that path of least resistance of this is what I need to do. And so that's where I see that lack of self-discipline come in is when we're kind of trying to grab onto anything and everything in order to make our business work. And sometimes that's coming from the lack of trust within ourselves, And this is, part of self-discipline is trusting yourself that you can create it. Now, this is something that I've been through a lot, especially when it comes to my weight. So I've spoke about this a couple of times, not so much to be honest, but I have grown up in the performing arts industry and my weight was always something that I was berated about. I was constantly in the office being told that I was too big. Um, let's be honest, I was like a size 10 at this point. So, you know, I look back at photos. I think I put this on my story the other day. I look back at the photos and I'm like, wow, okay. They told me I was big at this point. Okay. I see where this, I see where this trauma is coming from. I've done a lot of work around it, but actually what started to happen is because I had so many beliefs wrapped up in that particular area of health, the self-discipline I would sabotage because it felt unsafe for me to get there. So actually the self-discipline wouldn't happen because it felt too scary for me to stand into it. So actually when we look at self-discipline for your business, what is stopping you from being very clear on your next move? What is stopping you from being very clear on the business that you're creating? What is stopping you from being very clear on the tasks that you need to tick off day in, day out for the business to move forwards? There's potentially a belief behind it. And that's where I want to start today, obviously, because you know me, we love Zisakobs. <laughs> wow. Wowzers, we love the subconscious is what I was trying to say then. And actually the the lack of self-discipline sometimes not not just not being clear on the goal, but is because if you were disciplined, who would I be? I don't know my life without being not disciplined. I don't know my life without flitting from one place to another. I don't know who I would be if I did have discipline. And it's creating that space where you see yourself in a different way than you've been doing so far. So when it comes to self-discipline, whatever that means for you, if it means, you know, having and saying that you're going to do something and you follow through, which is a lot of time, the things that I work on with my clients, that self-discipline might be not working because it feels unsafe to be so. So one of the beliefs I had to work through um, was I was actually quite scared of who I would be if I were my higher self. And that sounds really counterintuitive, right? <laughs> you know, it felt really scary for me to be my higher self because I know how powerful I can be. I know how um, sparkly I can be. This, These are just the words that are coming to my mind. And actually there was a big, big, big belief wrapped up in judgment. 
And when I am that powerful and when I am that sparkly and when I do the things that I'm really fucking good at and when I make the money that I want to make and when I serve the clients that I want to serve and when I have the business and the life that I want, it really triggers people. And that used to really scare me because I was like, oh, like I am like people pleaser at heart. I need to make sure that everyone likes me at all times. I don't want anyone to hate me. And it was making me so freaking tired constantly playing into this story and actually that was what was stopping the self-discipline within my business it would make me forget to do things it would subconsciously play into me pushing things back because it didn't feel ready or it didn't feel right or I can't launch that right now or no I can't become consistent on TikTok still something I'm fucking working on (laughs) Um, but like all of these things were showing up that actually was it wasn't the lack of self-discipline I had because I've had self-discipline in the past you know I in 2016 um just going back to kind of weight again I was so freaking self-disciplined and I kind of see myself in Josh now you know watching him on his journey right now but I was that person I lost I dropped a lot of weight. I was consistently at the gym. I've never been in better shape. I was so strong. I was deadlifting 110K. I was squatting 120K. Like I was really disciplined in that area. So I know that when I put my mind to it and it feels safe for me to do so, I can be self-disciplined. So actually, how can I take what I used in that area and put it into my business. And that was because the reasons why I wasn't being self-disciplined, it's because it felt scary to step into that. So I just wanted to share that before we get into a couple of the things that I wanted to talk about when it comes to flexing the self-discipline muscle, that it might be the fact that the life that you're creating or the discipline that you want to bring in to create the life that you want might feel scary right now. It might feel unsafe. And then that means that we need to do work around the mindset, which is where I come in, baby. (laughs) If you want some help on that, drop into the DMs or just go into the application form for my one-to-one. That's where the work is really, truly going to start to flourish your self-discipline within your business. So that's kind of the subconscious point of view. The couple of points that I wanted to go through today is more of the action taking steps. And you know, I'm all about the action taking and you know, I always give you some very straightforward one, two, three steps. You've actually got four today. (laughs) So here we go. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to start micro. I talk about this all the time and I have talked about this on the podcast before, but when we're creating self-discipline, we need to start small if it's not something you've been doing before. If it's not something that you've really enhanced or brought into your business before, start micro. Now this might look like taking the stuff out of the dishwasher and being disciplined that every morning you take the pots and pans and cups and plates out of the dishwasher, stack them away, and you congratulate yourself on doing that. You might be thinking, where the hell is this example coming from? But this is actually one of the micro tasks I gave one of my clients once. And it makes me laugh because it was something that was so easy, but actually started to create evidence within her subconscious mind that she could do the task. It could literally be as simple as that. Oh, look at me being disciplined to do that task. That's what we want to start to do. So start micro. 
a lot of the time I will get my clients to flex the self-discipline muscle when it comes to selling because your business runs from you selling your services (laughs) and I will set challenges, I will set um, kind of tasks for them to, to sell every single day and get them to check in with me in Voxer so they can show the subconscious, oh look, here is the evidence that I can be disciplined enough to do that every single day or every single week. So I want you to have a look at what are some of the things that you want to bring discipline in with? Is it drinking more water? Nine times out of 10, that's usually the one thing that my clients all want to do. And if that's the case, start micro. One glass of water with your breakfast. Oh, look at me committing to my one glass of water. Build that muscle. Do it, do it, do it again for a full week. Oh my goodness, look, I have drunk my one glass of water for one week. Look how disciplined I have been. Almost like you're talking to your inner child because that subconscious is trying to keep you safe. It's like, no, 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 we don't need to drink the water. The water is going to make us feel better and we like not feeling good right now. We like playing the victim. We like all of the things that come up and actually you know that drinking water is going to help you, right? So (laughs) start micro and start adding little self-discipline pockets into your day. So what does that look like? Have you been telling yourself that you're going to listen to the hypnosis track that I've done you or the CEO hypnosis bundle that you're in? Have you told yourself that you're going to be doing that and you haven't done it? Pick one day in the week, you sit down, you do it and you freaking celebrate you yourself over it. Look at me doing that one disciplined task. Start micro because what I tend to find happens when it comes to discipline is we sit down and we write this huge fucking list of all the things we want to change and we try and change them all in the same day And yes, it's really good to throw yourself in the deep end, but it will not last. It's not sustainable because your subconscious is like, holy mother of God, this feels so unsafe. This is not what we do. This is not in my comfort zone. I need to do everything I can for her to stop doing this. So actually we need to nicely trick the subconscious mind by starting micro. So I want you to just have a think. There might be things popping off since I've been speaking around this. Have a little think. What micro things can you start bringing into your day? Second thing is creating the path of least resistance. So going back to the water, if I was creating the path of least resistance, I need to create a reminder for myself. So what I might do is I might put a glass by the sink the night before with a post-it note that says, drink your fucking water. I'm creating the path of least resistance because I'm creating the visual cue for myself, which we need because as humans, we forget quite quickly, especially when it's stuff that we're bringing in, new habits that we're bringing in. I'm creating the path of least resistance to me achieving that task. So how can you create the path of least resistance for you to create self-discipline in whatever you are bringing in? If it looks like creating self-discipline in selling on your stories, one of the things that I do with my clients, we've actually been working on 
this this week with one of my gorgeous three-month client um, is we've been creating story prompts that are strategic selling story prompts that she now has mapped out for the rest of the week. She is creating the path of least resistance by doing that because every single day she'll go in and she knows exactly what to say, how to say her stories. I actually help her break down what we need, where where the emojis are going to come in, where the swipe across is going to come in. She's creating the path of least resistance because it's new to her. We're in that conscious competence again. So with the micro things that you're bringing in, with the discipline that you want to create, create the path of least resistance. You know, my brother was doing this. If he needed and knowing he, if he knew he was at work the next day, what does he need to do the day before in order for him to stick to the calorie count? He needed to cook the chicken before. So he had his lunch. So there was always, and it smelled freaking amazing. (laughs) There's always chicken thighs being cooked in the house and I used to live at home. So he was doing the things that are going to create the path of least resistance for that to happen. What does that look like for you? The, the very simple one that every fucker talks about is getting your gym clothes out at night <laughs> before you go to the gym the next day. But it really is true. The subconscious finds the path of least resistance. Now, your path of least resistance when you're not bringing habits in is going to be what you do every damn day. So when we are bringing new habits in, you need to make it and create it as easy as it is to do something that you've done every day for 30 days of your life, 30 days for 30 years. So really start to have a look at that. So you've got your micro thing, you know what you want to bring self-discipline in with now. We might be talking about life, we might be talking about business. Now we need to create the path of least resistance that goes with that, okay? Have a little think, how can I make this task as easy as possible? The most easiest way for me to make that task work and to do it because the more you do it, the more your subconscious learns. Oh my God, she's being disciplined. Guys, we never thought we'd see the day. We've done everything we can to stop her from doing this, but she's doing this and this feels okay. In fact, it actually feels quite safe. Ding, ding, ding. Then we're in. The subconscious is on your is, is on your team. So creating the path of least resistance. This, the third thing that I want to talk about, and this is something that I actually did with one of my clients um, quite a while back when we were really flexing her self-discipline muscle and the change that she went through from like procrastination central to like how she is running the business now is mind-blowing it's so incredible to see but what we actually had a look at is knowing her strengths and knowing her testers so when it comes to self-discipline if you have strengths I I talked a little bit about this before but knowing your strengths in your business okay what are the things that I'm really freaking good at in my business what are the things that I really enjoy doing what are the things that come easy to me what are the things that I you know will wake up and, and actually feel really good to do knowing them and really using your self-discipline muscle with them because they feel easy, they're strengths of yours. Now with your testers, let's say for instance, selling might be a test for you, might be a tester, it tests you, it pushes you into that growth zone, it feels uncomfortable, that's a tester for you. So this is where we really need to make sure that you have things 
put in place for you to step into that tester and using that language with your subconscious look I know this feels really hard right now I completely get it I'm here with you we're gonna give it a go we're gonna try it and we're gonna build the muscle and it's gonna be okay and I am safe having that conversation with your subconscious but actually knowing what your strengths are in your business is really important anyway and then knowing your testers and actually we want to play into the testers because There might be some really good things that you are good at that test you right now and it just feels unsafe to do. So knowing the testers and and actually having things in place to really step into that is going to be so, so, so important. So let's recap because I threw a lot at you to create the self-discipline muscle. And it's something that we really, truly need in our business. Like I said at the beginning, we are our own boss. We are looking after ourselves the whole time. We don't have anyone checking in on us. Even if you have a coach, to be honest, it's not my job to be your teacher. It's not my job to be your boss and check in on you all the time. Like you have to hold yourself accountable. I'm helping and guiding you and supporting you into the next level, but I ain't fucking doing it for you. I can't run your business for you and I'm not with you every single hour of the day. So how are you being self-disciplined within the container or how are you being self-disciplined within your business? Number one, start micro. Really bring it down. What are the things that you have really wanted to have self-discipline in, bring it down to the micro, start with those tiny, tiny steps, congratulating yourself every time you do them and creating second, creating the, the path of least resistance behind it. And then thirdly, knowing your strengths and testers and really creating some support around the testers, but kind of encompassing all of that together have a little look at the subconscious beliefs that are stopping you from being self-disciplined because there might be some sneaky, sneaky ones in there that could be stopping you from you being disciplined in your business. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I will see you on the next one. I love you loads. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.